developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. difficult for a developing economy to grow when much of its productive energy comes from small and medium-sized enterprises, little powerhouses employing handfuls of people who work in diverse fields. But because they are small, most cannot get access to financial markets or loans to expand or are unaware such funds are at their disposal. The State Bank of Vietnam, with the Asian Development Bank Institute, held a workshop recently in Hanoi to discuss how to boost growth in Asia through financial education and better protection for consumers. Experts from South, East and Southeast Asia talked about financial inclusion, access to finance in emerging Asian countries, how to improve financial literacy and financial behaviour, and the challenges and risks that lie ahead. In particular, they looked at what Vietnam can do to improve access to financial services by households running often vulnerable, small and medium-sized enterprises, or SMEs, and make them aware of services already available. The Dean of the Asian Development Bank Institute, Naoyoki Yoshino, told Vietnam Television's VTC10 that while the urban populace, such as in Hanoi, had ready access to banks, the same could not be said for rural populations with only limited access to agricultural banks or post office savings accounts. Development of Vietnamese, not only deposits, but also other financial assets are required. For example, insurance or pension funds. Vietnam is investing a lot for their future growth and companies have to borrow money from the market. Then domestic savings are very important. Otherwise, Vietnam has to borrow money from abroad. Then overseas money is very easy to throw away or coming in, very fragile. So domestic saving is very important for the Vietnamese stable, sustainable growth. More than 1 billion people in Asia-Pacific do not have access to a financial service. Dean Yoshino said in Indonesia, many islands have no access to financial services, and the same could be said of rural Vietnam and other developing countries. The upshot is that even though they have money and want to save, there is nowhere they can safely put their money. He said changing technology may hold the solution, and post offices could serve better the needs of remote populations. Postal savings in Vietnam is popular, but some countries' post office does not collect savings. Then post office can open the savings account. And furthermore, financial technology, we can use our mobile phone. A mobile phone, we can access to finance. So at the post office, we can open the account. Once we open the account, you can use fingerprint as identification, or voice can become identification, or face can be identification, then we can use mobile phone as a internet banking. So I think financial technology will drastically change the financial access to many areas in Asia. Dean Yoshino said large companies have good accounting methods, making it easy to tell whether it is doing well, but most SMEs do not. A problem when they try to borrow money to expand their businesses. But SMEs usually do not have any accounts. Then how can we access by bankers whether this is a good SME or not? 
That is why SM is a very difficult to borrow money from banks. However, the big data analysis can allow SME to disclose their own data. Then SME has to keep their books every day. How much sales they have, what kind of products they purchased, and they keep the books. That is a very good financial education for SMEs. And then keeping those books, the banks can look at their account. And in the past, SME did not have any account. That is why SME was very difficult. So financial education for SMEs are very important in Vietnam. That will create the good database, and also SMEs think about their daily business much more accurately than before. In Vietnam, people with small and medium-sized enterprises have fairly easy access to banks for financing, but it is a complicated route because they do not have assets to put up as collateral for loans. Few people have proper accounting skills to prove the worth of their businesses, and much depends on government-sponsored initiatives. The only alternative is to go to moneylenders who charge very high interest. Dean Yoshino wants encouragement and assistance for SMEs in bookkeeping so they can show how well their business is doing in sales, orders and expenses, which in turn would help create a database to analyse the performance of SMEs in terms of risk, leading ultimately to a system of credit ratings for SME sectors. A major stumbling block is the lack of financial education in schools, which would help households manage their incomes and lay the groundwork for SMEs to make full use of financial institutions for credit as they grow. But much of that depends on the government and the State Bank of Vietnam, which need to reach students at primary, secondary and tertiary levels. Such a project would inevitably involve the Ministry of Education and other financial ministries, financial regulators and financial institutions. In Japan, a group meets each quarter to create and review curriculums and teaching methods. So I think in Vietnam, Central Bank of Vietnam is a key. Then they have to invite all other related ministries, including Ministry of Education and then financial institutions. But a number of obstacles have to be overcome, primarily giving teachers the tools to teach. I think it applies to not only Vietnam, but also other countries. Teachers do not know the financial system very well. So we have to first train the teachers what is the financial education, why is it important, and diversification of assets are important. So I think that teachers' training is also another thing. Then a good textbook created by, together with the Ministry of Finance and Central Bank and Ministry of Education. And thirdly, Video lecture may also be utilized by internet. Then children and school students can see those education systems through DVD or video. And that will promote their education system. That was the Dean of the Asian Development Bank Institute, Naoyoki Yoshino, talking to Vietnam's VTC10 Sharing Vietnam program during a workshop on fiscal advancement in Asia through financial literacy and consumer protection, hosted by the Asian Development Bank Institute and the State Bank of Vietnam in Hanoi in mid-April. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit 
www.awr.org. Thank you.